Welcome to the Folktale Project. This is Dan Schultz. Today we have part two of The Water Lily, The Gold Spinners. And we left off with one of the maidens having fallen quite in love with the prince and being punished for it because the love means that her golden thread is tarnished. And she has resolved to seek help from the prince. This is The Water Lily, The Gold Spinners, Part 2. As a child, she had learned to understand the speech of birds, and this was now of great use to her, for seeing a raven pluming itself on a pine bough, she cried softly to it, Dear bird, cleverest of all birds, as well as swiftest of wing, wilt thou help me? How can I help thee? asked the raven. She answered, Fly away, until thou comest to a splendid town where stands a king's palace. Seek out the king's son, and tell him that a great misfortune has befallen me. Then she told the raven how her thread had lost its brightness, how terribly angry the old woman was, and how she feared some great disaster. The raven promised faithfully to do her bidding, and spreading its wings flew away. The maiden now went home, and worked hard all day at winding up the yarn her elder sisters had spun, for the old woman would let her spin no longer. Towards evening she heard the raven's craw, craw from the pine tree, and eagerly hastened thither to hear the answer. By great good fortune the raven had found a wind-wizard's son in the palace garden, who understood the speech of birds, and to him he had entrusted the message. When the prince heard it, he was very sorrowful, and took counsel with his friends how to free the maiden. Then he said to the wind-wizard's son, Beg the raven to fly back quickly to the maiden, and tell her to be ready on the ninth night, for then I will come and fetch her away. The wind-wizard's son did this, and the raven flew so swiftly that it reached the hut that same evening. The maiden thanked the bird heartily and went home telling no one what she had heard. As the ninth night drew near, she became very unhappy, for she feared lest some terrible mischance should arise and ruin all. On the night, she crept quietly out of the house and waited trembling at some little distance from the hut. Presently. She heard the muffled tramp of horses, and soon the armed troop appeared, led by the prince who had suddenly and prudently marked all the trees beforehand in order to know the way. When he saw the maiden, he sprang from his horse, lifted her into the saddle, and then mounting behind, rode homewards. The moon shone so brightly that they had no difficulty in seeing the marked trees. By and by the coming dawn loosened the tongues of all the birds, and had the prince only known what they were saying, or the maiden been listening, they might have been spared much sorrow. But they were only thinking of each other, and when they came out of the forest, the sun was high in the heavens. Next morning, when the youngest girl did not come to her work, the old woman asked where she was. The sisters pretended not to know, but the old woman easily guessed what had happened, and... As she was in reality a wicked witch, determined to punish the fugitives. 
Accordingly, she collected nine different kinds of enchanter's nightshade, added some salt, which she first bewitched, and, doing all up in a cloth into the shape of a fluffy ball, sent it after them on the wings of the wind, saying, Whirlwind, mother of the wind, lend thy aid against her who sinned. Carry with thee this magic ball, cast her from his arms forever, bury her in the rippling river. And that is the end of part two of the water lily, the gold spinners, and my goodness, this witch really has it out for the young maiden who has found love at the hands of this handsome prince. This is Dan Scholes from the Folktale Project. Don't forget that you can subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, Overcast, anywhere you'd like to get your podcasts. You can follow us on Twitter at Folktale Project. You can find us on Auto Radio, TuneIn Radio, iHeart Radio, Spotify, anywhere you like to listen. And you can always head over to folktaleproject.com where you'll find a new story waiting for you every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. As always, thank you so much for listening. <laughs>